Good morning, church. Happy Sabbath. I know it's a little gray outside, but we're going to try that one more time, see if you can get in the spirit. <laughs> Good morning, church. Happy Sabbath. It may not be as happy a Sabbath for you as it is for me. Uh, last week, a week ago, a group of your young people and I were en route, and we were uh, in Mexico City, in fact, last Sabbath. And it was not nearly as nice as San Diego. Let me tell you, it was hot. And uh, I know it was warm here, too, because when we arrived, people said, oh, it's been the hottest day of the year. And we said, whatever. (laughs) We know what hot is. It was much hotter, much more humid. And Mexico City is chock full of people, chock full of people. So here we have lots of room. You guys can spread out in this nice sanctuary. It's great to be back home. It's great to be in San Diego. So it is indeed a very happy Sabbath for me, uh, for my family, and just to be here with you worshiping once again. I give glory to God because wherever we've gone in these last few weeks, we know that God is there. God goes ahead of us, and he is present wherever we are. He has already been there. The past of wherever we've been, God was present there. He is present in in the moment we're there, and he will remain for the future. God is from before time began. God is now, and God will be forever. Amen? Amen? And so I give glory to God because he is here with us today as we celebrate being together and being a family. Of course, this past week was also probably eventful for you. You maybe had the day off. You went to the beach. I don't know what your 4th of July um, activities are. Maybe you watched some fireworks. We got a chance to see some fireworks right here in Spring Valley. Uh, And the nation celebrates its own birthday. It celebrates uh, its birth as as a nation, as a community, as a body of people. And when we do that, when we take a look, we give thanks for God's provisions in the past and specifically for leaders. And so today I want to talk to you about leadership and how God always provides. If you've brought a Bible with you, would you please open it up? We are in the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 100. And just before we get there, uh, a few weeks ago before I had the chance to go down to South America with the youth group, uh, we had been talking about uh, Samuel, um, prophet from the Old Testament, and how God had uh, called him into ministry. First, through his mother's promise that if she was blessed with a son, she would return him to God to be handed over to him for all of his days, all the days of his life. And when Samuel was born, she brought him back to the temple and gave him up to God. And so Samuel, remember the story, maybe those of you who were here a few weeks ago, uh, lived in the temple since he was a little boy, and he grew in the presence of God, even though he did not know him specifically. So the last time we spoke, you and I here in this church, we talked about how Samuel heard from God, and God called him and said, Samuel... And at first, Samuel didn't recognize God, so he went to his, um, to his priest, Eli, and he said, did you call me? You remember the story? And Eli said, no, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. And God called again Samuel. And, 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 and Samuel runs again and wakes up the old man, and he says, did you, did you call me? And the old man says, no, I didn't. Three times. And by the third time, Eli said, you know, this time, if you hear the voice calling, say, speak for your servant is listening. And that's exactly what happened. 
God called again to Samuel, and he woke up from his sleep, and he said, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And God began to reveal to him. This is an important moment in the Old Testament because Samuel represents the last great prophet. God was about to do something significant among his people. He says so. In fact, he tells Samuel, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 3, he says, I'm going to tell you something that's going to make people's ears tingle. I'm going to do something amazing. And the thing is, God needed to tell somebody what he was going to do. But the problem was, Eli, the person who was supposed to receive messages from God, wasn't listening anymore. The Levites, who were supposed to be spreading God's good news all throughout this new kingdom of Israelites, they weren't, they weren't holding their posts. Eli's favorite thing to do was to sit in his rocking chair and just hang out by the temple. And so God knew that he wanted to tell somebody what he was going to do with and for his people, but he needed someone who would listen. So he chose a new vessel a young boy, and he began to reveal to him his plans. This is an important moment in the Old Testament because God uses Samuel to transition the people from being sort of a, a group of tribes into an actual kingdom, and Samuel is the person who God uses to anoint the first king, you recall, and, and thus begins the age of the kings. But what's important about the story and why I'm telling it to you or retelling it to you this morning is because I want you to understand that God is always at work and that he was always looking for leaders. He's always looking for those who will hear from God and then faithfully lead his people with those messages. And there are times when God looks upon his people and he's talking and he's speaking, but no one's listening. None of the usual suspects are paying attention. And so God has to raise up a new leader, perhaps an entire generation at times. But what we do know is that for every age, God has somebody who will follow. For every time and place in, in the earth's history, God has somebody who will listen to his call and follow his commands. And sometimes when the elected leaders don't follow People rise up to hear the voice of God. God always provides. And so the book of Psalms says this. Read with me Psalms chapter 100, verse 1. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So enter his gates. This is this place with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good. And his love endures forever. And his faithfulness continues through all generations. God is faithful. He's been faithful in the past. Amen? He's been faithful in the past. And I know what it's like because I, I've been on this earth a few decades. I got a little history under my belt. Not as much as some of y'all, but I got some. And I know that God has been faithful with me in the past, but it's easy to forget right? It's easy to forget. We live in a culture, especially here in California and in North America, that it's a what have you done for me lately culture. Like what's going on right now? We live in an incident culture. We want to know what's happening. And we forget about the past easily. But God, if we took the time to remember, has been faithful in the past. He's been faithful to me, to my family, to my wife and I. 
Do you know that um, it's almost been two years since I moved to San Diego? We're closing in on two years. Time goes by fast. Someone said, the last pastor was here nine. That's two down. We got you for seven more, and then you're going to go. <laughs> okay, I said, I better hurry. Two years. But two years ago, during this same season, God revealed himself for us, for my wife and I, in a marvelous way. He provided for us. I, I, I can't tell you how amazing God was in allowing us to be part of your community. God provided a way, a place to live, position for my I mean, just the story is... And I know that, and I, I lived in, in, in the blessing of, of thinking and remembering those things, and yet, in this last year, and I'll be honest with you, when difficulties have come, because you're like me, I know you're like me, when difficulties have come, you start asking yourself, what am I doing here? Right? You start saying, what happened? How did I get in this position? What's going on? Even San Diego starts to look a little dreary if you've been here for a while, because we tend to forget about God's provisions in the past. But God says here in his word that he is faithful through all generations. God has been very good to this church in the past. Amen? Now, I wasn't here during that. Some of you were, but I know that you can attest to God's provision for this church in the past. And that God was faithful to this church in the past, not just in the blessings of the sanctuary and of the people, but specifically in the blessings of leadership. I took the time to try to learn a little bit about the history of this church, and some of you may be very familiar with it, some maybe not so much. I got a nice little book here, The History of the Church. And I learned a few things I want to share with you, in case you already know them, then it's just review. <clears throat> the history of the church says that um, the Bonita Valley Company was officially organized in 1970, January 3, 1970. That's 47, oh wait, 43 years ago? Wow, that's a long time. Uh, was organized as a company in 1970, and it became a church in 1975. 1975. So we are closing in um, on a significant milestone here. Um, <clears throat> I also learned that uh, in 1977, uh, September 11, odd day, September 11, 1977, there was a groundbreaking ceremony for the Bonita Valley Church right out here. Do you know that before the church met here, the Bonita Valley Church, we met, well, we, the church, met just down the way? At uh, <clears throat> it's called the uh, the Church of the Good Shepherd. Did you know that? Um, I have a picture. Uh, yeah. Uh, you see the beams? They don't look like ours. So um, I can't really tell where Daryl is, but he might be in there somewhere. I think he might be right there. Um, Daryl and Dr. Crandall and several others began to meet at the Church of the Good Shepherd, which is just just down Sweetwater Road. <clears throat> and they were meeting there because there was a time in which a group of people felt impressed by God that there should be a church here in what they called the valley. That the presence of God needed to be represented here. 
and Bonita. And so there were members from Paradise Valley and from uh, Chula Vista and from, other, and from La Mesa and other places who gathered together and began to pray and began to seek God. And they were organized in 1970 and they were meeting in this little church down the way. <clears throat> it's interesting to note because sometimes people think churches just magically spring up, but they usually don't. There's usually a faith community that allows us to rent their space and we live under their grace. And so it is in our history, it's quoted here, that Father Frank McGuire allowed us to meet at the Church of the Good Shepherd for eight years. And the church grew there and was blessed there. And we had a number of good um, pastoral leaders who came and gave of their time. And then in 1977, there was a groundbreaking ceremony of just where we're standing on this, on this lawn. Um, and this church began to rise. Can I see the next picture, please? You might recognize this picture if you've ever been in our lobby. This is the picture of our founding fathers. <clears throat> and you should be able to recognize a couple of people in particular. There, right there in the center, looking dapper as always, is uh, Captain Jack uh, Hodgins and his wife Donna. And then off to the far right, um, wearing glasses and the red shirt, is Dr. Cranwell two members who are still uh, right in our midst. Uh, they'll be here during the second service. And why I show you these pictures is because I want you to understand how God provided for us in the past, specifically in the presence of these two gentlemen and, and their wives. They have been a constant in the life of our church, not only in, uh, in the camaraderie and in the fellowship here, not only in uh, volunteering for things like, you know, serving in the deacon's ministry or the elder's ministry, but really at the heartbeat of our church. When I first arrived and I started to talk to people and say, well, how did you come here? Many people told me a very similar story, and they said, well, I found this place uh, I heard about this church, and I was walking in from the parking lot. This may be a similar story to yours. And, he sa and they say, usually, and I met Jack and Donna. They were at the door greeting, and then they say, and that was it. I met Jack and Donna. They shook my hand, and that was the end of that. This was going to be our home. They have been at the heartbeat of this place because they uh, exude love and friendship and leadership. Today, we specifically want to honor those two gentlemen, uh, because um, they're not here, but I'll tell you about them. Um, they are celebrating significant birthdays. Uh, Captain Jack just celebrated a birthday this week. Um, can I see the next picture? Uh, and uh, we'll go, go forward one more. Yeah. Captain Jack and Donna, um, they'll be sitting right there a little bit later on. You'll recognize their faces. Wonderful people. They have served this church for many years. They were here when the church began. Then duty called them away, but they returned and served faithfully here in our church community. Um, Jack was cap, uh, chairman of the board for, for many years. Um, Donna served on the decorating committee and many others. They've been greeters ever since they've been here. And their leadership allowed for our church to become a place of warmth, a place of dedication, a place where family is important. Uh, and uh, Captain Jack is celebrating a birthday just this past week, so we want to honor him. So if you see him in the hallways, you wish him a happy birthday. And then the picture that went before, please. Uh, this is Dr. Crandall and his wife, Dottie. Um, <clears throat> I read the story a little bit about how the church began. And the story is that um, at dinner conversation uh, between a few doctor's families, somebody out of the blue said, you know, we should, 
Has anyone ever thought about building a church here in Bonita? And the lovely lady that you see here felt impressed and began to move heaven and earth to make it happen with the support of her husband. Dr. Crandall is known as the orchid man. He's the one who likes to have flowers and, uh, and uh, has always been concerned for the uh, beauty of our church. Just recently, he continued to donate money so we could paint our fence. He's always concerned about keeping up this place. And it was his uh, leadership, along with Captain Jack and others, who helped this place become what it is, who helped design it, who helped put um, the siding on the walls. Uh, God provided in the past significant leadership for our church, and, and these wonderful people are evidence of that. And yes, now maybe they don't lead up front, and maybe they don't uh, you know, lead in song service, but their leadership and their imprint remains with our church. Thank you. You can, uh, you can back that out. I just want to show you that God has been present and good to us and faithful to us in the past. He has given us wonderful people to lead our church. But the Bible says that his faithfulness is not just for the past. Oftentimes in churches, we spend our time thinking about how things used to be and how, uh, oh, remember the days. But God isn't just faithful for the past. He is faithful in the present. Do you know that God has given us significant leaders in the present? Today we celebrate the start of the new leadership calendar. And I want to thank all of you who have volunteered in some way, shape, or form in this past year. Whether it was uh, helping serve food in, in, in the hallways, which everyone really seems to enjoy. Whether it was helping collect offering or volunteering in a Sabbath school classroom or leading a children's ministry. Or just showing up to volunteer at one of the many uh, events that we've had throughout the year. Whether it was at the rescue mission, uh, at the food bank. Uh, or when you came to jog at War Park, every time that you came to support, you provided evidence that God is being faithful to us in the present. And today we begin a new chapter in leadership. There are people who are taking up new roles in our church community this very day, the start of July. And so we want to be grateful and thankful to God that he is faithful to us today in the present. And we also want you to know that God is and will be faithful to us in the future. And he has provided leadership for our future. I want to take the moment to officially introduce uh, the future. <laughs> our new youth pastor. Come on up here, Samantha. Would you please? <clears throat> this is Samantha Angelis. You've seen her picture, and now you can see her in real life. I'm going to grab a microphone for just a second. Samantha is a recent graduate from Pacific Union College, but she um, grew up in Loma Linda, was part of the Loma Linda Filipino Church, and uh, has been in ministry um, since she was fairly young in many different ways. And um, your church community, uh, through your church board and the search committee that they elected, began to pray earnestly about who God would send to us to help us move into the future. And as we discussed, we uh, felt very convicted that we needed to invest in youth ministry. There are young people in our church community that uh, need guidance and spirituality. And so we prayed that God would send us someone who would help uh, grow the spirituality of our young people. And through prayer and through reflection, uh, we were uh, led to Samantha. And um, so after the, some decision-making and uh, some prayer, the board um, uh, asked us to invite Samantha to be part of our team. So you've seen her picture. And today we want to officially welcome Samantha. Uh, just 
tell us a little bit about yourself and um, go ahead, say anything you want to say now. It's free. <laughs> Well, I just want to thank all of you for welcoming me, as Pastor Milton said. Um, I just graduated from PUC. San Diego is a totally new place, just moved in yesterday. Um, and I just want to say that even in the short time that I've just been here this morning, you've all been so warm. I can sense the Spirit of God here. I'm excited to work with you, especially with all the young people, to find out how God is revealed in our lives, how we can recognize Him and appreciate Him. And I'm looking forward to getting to know all of you. So thank you for welcoming me, and I'm looking forward to being here. Fantastic. Thank you. In the coming weeks and months, you'll have a chance to get to know Samantha. And uh, we invite you, especially today, to stick around for lunch out in the lawn, uh, even if you have to return home and come back. So you get a chance to talk with Samantha, get to know her a little bit. And uh, I believe that God will reveal that he will be faithful to us in the future through her leadership. Because God always raises up someone who is willing to listen and to follow his call. And uh, we believe that that's who we have in Samantha. Um, we are grateful to God for providing uh, this leadership for us. And so now as we begin this new chapter of leadership in our church, we want to make sure that uh, we, the, your church leadership, um, partners with you. Ministry is not easy. Sometimes it can be difficult, especially if you're leading out in one of the Sabbath school classrooms or uh, some of the supporting ministries. But we want you to know that we are certainly grateful and we appreciate all that you do uh, when you partner with us. Um, whether it's giving just a little time or making you know, week after week commitments to the different ministries. And we are super grateful for that. And as a church, we want to thank God for always being faithful. As the word says, he is good and his love endures forever. And so what we like to do now <clears throat> is uh, we like to sing our closing song. And at the end of our closing song, we want to invite any of you who are volunteering or have volunteered or will be volunteering this year for the different ministries, whether that's, uh, you know, helping out in greeters ministry, whether it's um, uh, serving as a deacon, to just come forward and, uh, so we can pray a prayer of dedication for, for you. Uh, whether you volunteer once throughout the year or uh, repeatedly, at the end of our uh, closing song, if you would just please come forward, um, uh, Dr. Juan is going to uh, pray a special prayer of dedication for us, okay? So if the team would please join me. <laughs> 